shining a light on autism and life as an autistic person. Welcome to My Friend Autism, a podcast breaking down barriers, stigma and misconceptions around autism while increasing understanding and acceptance of the autistic community. And now, here's your neurodivergent host, Orion Kelly. So great to not see you, but pretend to see you because that's what neurotypical people like to say when they can't see you. <laughs> great to see you again. Yeah, good. Nevertheless, welcome along to my podcast. Uh, <laughs> good start. Good start. Uh, I'm Orion Kelly, that autistic guy, and I am all about helping you raise your level of understanding, acceptance, and appreciation of the autistic community. Now, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in and you absolutely love your podcasts, I would delighted if you'd consider subscribing to my YouTube podcast channel. That's Orion Kelly Podcasts. I've also got my original all content channel, Orion Kelly, That Autistic Guy. So if you've already subscribed to my YouTube channel, you should definitely consider subscribing to my podcast channel because what I've got for you here on this channel is literally all podcasts, hence the title, nothing but podcasts. So if you love podcasts, if you like listening to them, or listening and watching podcasts in a more podcasty vibe. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, please subscribe to my podcast YouTube channel. And welcome. It's great to see you. <laughs> now, My Friend Autism, a podcast really all about just talking about autism and, like I said, helping you raise that level of understanding, acceptance, and appreciation. So what I want to do today, I want to do my best to help you understand autistic people just a little bit better. And here's my, here's my reason. If I open up and share bits about me, how I feel being an autistic person, maybe, just maybe, instead of being aware of autism, who cares about people being aware? Maybe you'll understand, right? Maybe you'll think, oh, okay, I get it. Even just a little bit. See, even just a little bit of understanding leads to relatability, leads to compassion, leads to appreciation. If you can appreciate where someone's coming from, you have more compassion. Does that make sense? All right, so let's open up, my friends. Autism feels, part one, what autism feels like, but I like it more just autism feels. And I'm going to talk about some of the things that, well, I guess I experience. Okay, so my personal feelings experienced by me, an autistic person, daily challenges with life on a neurotypical planet. Okay, so let's start with autism feels like you're an outcast. When I say autism feels like you're an outcast, what I mean is things like you always feel different, out of place, not like the rest of the people in your life, not like your family. I mean, I'm talking not not even like siblings, not in a bad way. I don't mean that in like a malicious or an offensive way. I mean, there's just something about it. These are my family members, but I just don't, it just feels there's something weird here. Does that make sense? You feel different to your friends. So you have friends, they accept you, but there's still something about the relationship that just it's just not meeting, not connecting. For those listening and not watching, I was getting my hands and trying to connect them, but they weren't. Those, those hands were like magnets repelling. and You feel like an alien, right? So 
look at it like this. You're on a foreign planet. Does that make sense? And, and, and I know I always do like Superman metaphors. I apologize, but this is, he's my hero. Okay, so look at it like this. You know how like when Superman, uh, when, the, when the Man of Steel, he kind of went back to his home planet or, or went back somewhere that wasn't Earth. His lungs, they'd evolved to, to breathe on Earth and they had forgotten how to kind of live sustain life somewhere else. So he had to work it out, right? So instead of your lungs not being able to breathe properly on another planet, like the, you know, I keep wanting to say the Dark Knight. <laughs> All these new words, the Batman, the Dark Knight, the Man of Steel. Can we just say Batman, Superman? Is it that hard? Anyway, he had to get used to it, right? I mean, they put a mask on the, the, the human chick. Do you know what I'm saying? So just like that, our brain isn't able to connect properly to earthly beings. Like our lungs aren't, able to breathe properly on other planets, right, they need help. It's the same, look at it the same for autistic people. Our autistic brains make it hard for us to connect properly to earthly beings, to people on planet Earth. Does that make sense? Autism feels like no one accepts you. This one I reckon is a big one. I, I hear this a lot from other people and, and, and can I just add that? Okay, so it makes you feel like no one accepts you, but it also makes you feel like no one believes you. This happens all the time to me. There's like this general lack of acceptance for being you, right? So as in an acceptance of you being you being a given isn't something we understand or we experience. It's not an accepted part of our life for that's just you being you. That's a given. No, that's not an accepted. But you being you as an autistic person is not a given. It's not an accepted part of our life. So in other words, we feel like no one accepts us. And when we say us, we mean us, the real us, not the fake masking us, us putting on a mask, camouflaging our autistic traits to make you feel better. Constantly worrying about people that not believe you, this is another part of acceptance. Because if people don't believe you, then they're not accepting you, right? So if people don't believe you, put it a different way. Worrying that people don't believe your personal story and circumstances. They don't believe your diagnosis. They don't believe your intentions. Now, this isn't just neurotypical people. Honestly, parents of autistic kids or autistic adults from time to time, they love to jump on the social media and tell me, well, I'm not autistic. There's no, no, for starters, you've got a YouTube channel. You can talk. It, it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it. because. So, okay, so if there's 24 hours in a day and I spend a period of time talking to you know a microphone or a camera or a computer screen or whatever about stuff that specifically I'm passionate about, that I specifically want to talk about on my terms with no audience, no director, no one telling me how to do it, right? No one, no need for me to make it different. It's just me. How, like, how is that telling me that I can't be autistic? It's not like I do this. Like if you, I do this 24-7. It, there's, there's many, and now I feel like I'm justifying judgment. All right, autism feels like you're an actor on a movie set, except no one ever yells cut. Right? You don't ever get to go home. There's no break from the set. Okay, masking, masking. You feel compelled to mask. As an autistic person, you feel compelled to mask. You feel compelled to suppress, hide your true autistic self, your true autistic actions from the outside world. And as a result, it feels like there's no you. See, masking is debilitating. It's exhausting. It's, like I said, in effect, being given a 
character in a movie and being told, play this character, this is a character, don't stray from how I said the character should be. This is a character, this is who will be accepted as the character. Anything that strays from that, I won't accept that. I'll, I'll yell cut and you'll have to go again, right? So even if there's a cut, it's just because you weren't masking enough. And so your cut in, the only cuts we get are when we fail to mask because we're just exhausting and debilitating and someone gets an autistic experience and they don't accept it. Cut, try that again, but now be more neurotypical. Masking. All right, let's do one on skills. Autism feels like you do not understand, let alone <laughs> get the basic human skills neurotypical people take for granted. Okay, this is an interesting one because everyone's different. All autistic people are different. We get that. We all have different skills. We all have different passions and interests. Okay, so autism feels like you do not understand basic human skills, right? Let even get them, be able to do them. And we're talking about basic human skills that neurotypical people would take for granted. For example, I can have a YouTube channel, I can make podcasts, two YouTube channels, I can make videos, podcasts, do all these different things. But every day I've still got to stop and take time to work out the right shoe on the right foot if my, my kids ask me, you know, can you help me put my shoes on? And still get it wrong. Like there's things, that's a, I would assume it's a basic human skill. How do you put your shoes on? Well, there's a, there's a way. You can tell me that way every day, but it's not getting through in a way where I can actually... This, see, it, it isn't a learning thing. It, it's clearly the way I'm processing it anyway. So like I said, you know, as an autistic person, you may have high-level skills in a particular area, your special interest, your passion, whatever you want to call it, intense interest, whatever helps you. But you'll still find there were many gaps, many gaps in your skill set of day-to-day tasks that neurotypical people just do naturally. So that's really weird. You know, autism feels like when we talk about skills, it's like you, you can be super gifted in like one thing, but then everything else, including really basic things, you're just horrible at. And then therefore people don't know how to read it. It's like, well, hang on, how can you be so good at this, but really horrible in these really basic things? What, you, you must be lying. Something isn't right. It, it, it's not processable, interestingly. A way you could actually use that to understand autistic people better, not being able to process and understand things. It's, you just flip it back around and go, no, something's, something smells fishy here. It's not. All right, social interactions. Autism feels like no matter how hard I try in situations of social interactions, it's always difficult, right? It's always uncomfortable, gets awkward, it's confusing. Social interactions, a key diagnostic criteria for autistic people. It comes down to this, I don't even know how you want to explain it for each person because we're all different. It comes down to something about our ability to interact and communicate. So face-to-face interactions with one-on-one or a handful of people, for me, feels super forced. Almost always feels forced and almost never seems to go well or at least the way I wanted it or intended it. So what I kind of mean is in those situations, Sometimes I feel like I'm better off not having conversations with people, small groups of people, a couple of people, because by the, by the end of the conversation, I feel like, or well, it, it ends, I just, I'm completely riddled in self-loathing and hate. And I'm, I can't believe, I think, I can't believe how that conversation went in my mind or I said this and they didn't take that well or I did this and that. And it, like, I'm just, it's not about them. It's about me just thinking I'm, I must have done 
so many things all, and you, you are misinterpreted socially and in communication as an autistic person. It's almost impossible to get across what you intend to get across in the way you intend to, to convey it. You rely on safe people, in effect. Right? Like for me, it might be my wife. And they kind of lead you around these situations. They help you warm up. For autistic kids, they would rely on their parents to understand that if they're going through these situations and to provide them with that security and that safety and to help them warm up, to be there to support them. And again, if you're autistic, you have daily support needs. I don't care where you think you are on the spectrum. But for daily support needs of some kind, there's no diagnosis. And, and I can tell you, it's fluid. Sure, some have much more, much more high-level support or care needs than others. But again, it's fluid. Okay. So we talked about feeling like an outcast, but fitting in, it, I think it's kind of different. So in addition to never feeling accepted, right, autism feels like I'm lost. I don't belong. I rarely fit in or I rarely feel like I fit in. And mostly you feel out of place. I mean in every situation, right? And and look, I feel like the only way I'd ever get a job, make a friend, meet new people, whatever, is by masking. So in other words, it's by trying to fit in, by not being me, by trying to play a role that I think will fit in, by suppressing my true autistic self. The funny thing is, a lot of times, we're bad at playing those roles, right? Because you've got an autistic brain trying to be a neurotypical brain, right? In the end, you try your best to do that, and you don't anyway. It fails. So either way, it's a lose-lose. Let's talk about small talk. Autism feels like neurotypical small talk is a foreign language. You can never learn this language, by the way. It's It's one of those foreign languages that's really hard. Okay, so any form of small talk doesn't come naturally to me and most autistic people. It's, it's like a foreign language. And also, too, it's like a, the logical side of our brain kind of says, why? What's, who cares? I don't care about the traffic on the way here. What's the difference with the weather? What are you talking about? What, what, what are you telling me this for? Of course, those reactions, those situations, they can create silence. They can create awkwardness. Obviously, that leads to uncomfortable interactions, uncomfortable experiences. Again, it's a vicious cycle. What is the point of small talk anyway? The argument is, what's wrong with meaningful conversations? What's wrong with talking in meaningful ways anyway? I, because I, in the end, I, I feel like it's, like it's just a precursor. Even you don't want to do, you know, if you're not autistic, even you don't want to do small talk, but you kind of feel like you've got to, and it's, oh man, it's bloody horrible. In a way, I kind of speak two languages, or at least try to. Autistic and neurotypical. But a lot of neurotypical people never make the effort to learn the communication language of autistic people, right? So it's, you know, okay, we're kind of learning two languages for you. And, and what are you learning? Well, you're listening, so that's good. Wavelength. Autism feels like I'm on a completely different wavelength. Like I think and communicate openly, honestly, straightforward, right and wrong, black and white, logical. This is something we've talked about a lot in, on my videos, on my primary YouTube channel, Ryan Kelly, that autistic guy. But this, this is not the norm in society. Right? So this idea of thinking and communicating openly, honestly, straightforward, right and wrong, black and white, logical, just honest, upfront, that doesn't seem to be the norm. I don't understand why. And it's, it's the classic question I've asked, well, don't tell me honesty is the best policy and then fire me or reprimand me for being honest. Like that's a lie. You, you, you need to work out 
what you're going to go for. Because the moment you're full of crap, like, well, it isn't the best policy. It might be your policy, but you're not, you're not actually sticking by it. Anyway, it gets me agitated. <laughs> right. well, I feel agitated and frustrated and angry when people won't just tell me the truth. They won't just say what they mean rather than expecting me to go in like some sort of fishing expedition for the true meaning, reading between the lines. Now, the thing is, as an autistic person, this is one of the social interaction communication difficulties we can have. It's a real challenge for us to actually read between the lines, to actually find the meaning in your words. Just, and this is one of the great tips, just tell us. Just say what you mean, mean what you say. Just, just give it to us. What do you want to tell us? Convey it to us, please. Isn't that helpful for everyone, though? Autism feels like you're isolated. It feels like you're isolated from, really, the rest of the world. But you're still living amongst the rest of the world in plain sight, but you're isolated. That's a horrible, when you think that's a horrible feeling, right? You feel like you're isolated from the rest of the world, except you're still living amongst the rest of the world, completely in plain sight, hiding in plain sight. It's not a good way to think. Communication differences, being misunderstood. That leads to loss of, loss of friends. That leads to things that aren't good, right? So if you, you're isolated and you have communication differences and you're always misunderstood, you lose friends, you lose relationships, you lose jobs. So that actually perpetuates the cycle of isolation. Do you know what I mean? So you feel isolated and then when you do interact or have communications, it further isolates you, which then makes you feel isolated so then you feel less likely to do these situations. So regardless, you'll end up back on that kind of treadmill of isolation, which isn't good. My Friend Autism with Orion Kelly. Catch up on all the episodes at orionkelly.com.au. Well, I really do appreciate you listening and, if possible, watching this awesome podcast. <laughs> That's my own judgment. I like that. How, how would you describe your podcast? Awesome. But thank you. I really do appreciate it. I'm here to help you raise your level of understanding, acceptance, and appreciation of the autistic community. So please share this podcast with your family and friends so we can reach more people. Make sure you subscribe to my official podcast channel, Orion Kelly Podcasts. Also my, my primary content channel, Orion Kelly, That Autistic Guy. You're awesome, by the way. Thank you for watching and listening. You've been listening to My Friend Autism with Orion Kelly. Join the conversation, get in touch with Orion, and binge all the podcasts, blogs, and videos. Visit orionkelly.com.au.